I'm going to go see E.T. at the E.T. Can we all laugh about this when I'm not completely naked? That's where the real money is. I was expecting it, and it happened, and it felt good. Welcome to Up Yours Downstairs, the podcast that's a rod of iron. I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Tom Schneider. We are properly married. That's right. You strip and run. Uh, okay. That's, that's how you get properly Not married. Not in the Kama Sutra, but I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll take that. Have you actually read the... Because I think it might be in there somewhere. I think I might have seen some parts of the movie starring Ewan McGregor. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Some parts, eh? <laughs> we all know which part Ewan McGregor puts in his movies. Uh, as far as countries, we do not have any new countries to report. Uh, yeah, I know. So it's sad. So I wanted to look up the uh, the most populous country that, that now at this point hasn't checked in. And it turns out Finland was way off. I don't know what list I was looking at there. But um, currently the, the winner is Pakistan. Okay. So if you know any Pakistanis... Who love Edwardian England? I can't imagine why they would. Well, they were part of England at the time. <laughs> they may be interested. They were, you know, they, they may be interested in that uh, that empire uh, party. That's true. All yeah. right. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. So, so by all means, let them know. Okay. Well, we will pick up on the next episode with telegrams from our cousins and uh, some various other fun things that we have planned for you. But today, we have a special guest wrapping up Manor House with us. She was here for the premiere. She's here for the finale. The circle is complete. Everyone, please welcome back Natasha Muse. Hi, everybody. It's it's weird to me that no one's here clapping for you <laughs> as we introduce right. you. I know. It's fine. I know it's fine. It's just weird to me. Yeah. yeah. Usually, when I introduce you places, people clap. That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, but I've been on podcasts before. Yeah, that's so true. So I'm used to the, the lack of clapping. Mm-hmm. The, the, the deadening silence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost better than just like the sound of two or three people clapping. Yeah, that's actually... Or like smiling instead of laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, smiling is nice. Mm. Well, it's... The sound of smiling is a little unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's just kind of a weird saliva sound. Yeah. Well, unless they're thirsty, then it kind of is like dry leaves. Mm. <laughs> That's very thirsty. <laughs> Scuttling around thirsty, in the wind. The thirsty smiler. It's <laughs> the name of my bar. That sounds like a great bar. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. All right. The thirsty smiler. Uh, everybody drinks at 5 p.m. on Friday. We're all going to be there. <laughs> Listen for the dry leaves. Yeah. So, uh, so you are now totally caught up on Manor House. I am. I had a whirlwind tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we recorded that first episode a few months ago, right? Uh huh. And yeah. then I watched the last five in like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's lots of process. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Do you have what? What was your favorite and, and least favorite parts? Or think, you know, uh, it, this probably is not really. This might be besides the point, but my favorite part was realizing that Raj is probably gay. Yeah. yeah. We we talked a lot about that in that episode. Oh, did you? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And then and of course little kids always seem kind of gay, I think, just because <laughs> just because they just, haven't manned up yet. Yeah, I mean little boys, I mean yeah. Not, oh, yeah. not little girls, but yeah. like right. yeah, be, they just seem like that natural Yeah. Uh, curiosity and sort of joy. Of well, yeah. they haven't had any, you know, feminine traits beaten out of them. Yeah, yet. yeah, true. exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's kind of was funny to think of the two of them just having a good time off yeah. during the course of those three months. Yeah, and uh, that whole scene of like the, that awkward, that awkward uh, dinner where he kind of. <sighs> he kind of turned on everybody. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. he wanted to just make sure that everybody knew that he wasn't really on their side mm-hmm. or. 
Whatever. Uh, so much. And, and, uh, that big party. I, that, I like that last episode a lot. I felt like I that think, could have almost been the final episode. Yeah. And this was I, more of an epilogue. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything before we get into this episode, but, yeah. but yeah. the Empire episode, I think, is the best one of the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, just his story I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish we got to know him a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really, there's not much time to get to know people in these, yeah. in these six episodes. I mean, yeah. all of the housemaids, we really don't. I don't even know their names. Like, oh, see, I kind of came into this feeling bad. I didn't know more names because mm. I thought I should know. I, more. I know the boys, but I don't know the maids. Well, like, see, I know, I, no, I know funny. their names, but like, oh, there's the one, like the blonde one. That's mm-hmm. Jessica. Jessica. All right. Yeah. You know them. I so. know them. Yeah. We just split it. We split it. Yeah. Right. You you separate Rob from Charlie mm-hmm. and I tell Jessica from Rebecca and uh we're we Isn't there another one? Well Rebecca and Jessica at least have well, very different hair. Right, which is helpful. Right. Yeah, Rob and Charlie don't. Yeah. No, it's uh Jessica and Rebecca and Antonia mm-hmm. and uh uh the Ellen. Ellen, yeah. Yeah, for some reason I have just always been envisioning that there's like another maid. <laughs> yeah. Like Well, because Ellen was the third of I mean, yeah, but not her. Like, I just, I, I don't know if it's Mrs. Davis or who. I don't know. I just, I feel like there's the like a fourth maid. Yeah, well, I think gumming I up think, the works for me I think somehow. What it is is you think of the three of them, Jessica and Rebecca and Antonia together, but then Antonia really has an independent existence. Yeah, for that's them Because she's just in the kitchen all the yeah. time. Hmm. But you know, that's good. Maybe it's just that phenomenon of like when a group of people moves from one location to the other, and even though everybody went with you, it feels like there's somebody missing. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. Is there a name for that? Uh, possibly in German. <laughs> Good guess. Yeah. Maybe some Yiddish. Maybe we can make it Muschenfreude. <laughs> name it a- we'll name it after you. Thanks. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I had that feeling just when it's me. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was by myself before, but now it seems like there's less of me now. Happening. Um, but, uh, and I just, I liked how they were, you know, true reality style. They were able to edit like all this, all the episodes into nice little stories, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be funny if Ellen also somehow disappeared. Uh, just to keep that <laughs> if spinal they just trap. kidnapped her. Yeah. That spinal trap drummer feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't keep one for longer than an episode. Uh, and I liked, I, and the whole, the whole scenes where he was, wa- he was kind of falling in love with her, uh, the hall boy. Yeah. Uh huh. And just, but it, which kind of consisted of him like lurking in the archways mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> just leaning against yeah. the door jam. And, and pretending to help in the kitchen. Uh-huh. No, and I, lo- I love, what I loved about that was when Monsieur was just like, yeah, Kenny says he wants to learn how to cook. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. The voice of reason. Yeah. Yeah. The unlikely voice of reason. But the chaotic <laughs> voice of reason. Yeah. yeah. He's chaotic neutral, mm-hmm. Monsieur. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, should we dive into this episode? And, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we learned that uh, Lord O.C. has decided to host a servant's ball, which I'm not sure to what extent he was told by the producers <laughs> that we mm-hmm. need a storyline for the last episode and this is it. But uh, it's pitched as him deciding. Well, it is also pitched as Mr. Edgar is the reason that he got the idea in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would... Suspect more likely the producers went up to Mr. Edgar and were like, "Hey, we need you to make Sir John do something." You're yeah. you're the only person he listens to. <laughs> when you're watching this, it is wondering. I do wonder, like, what, how much of this is just being prompted by the mm-hmm. producers, right? Well, and right. for something so like regimented like this, you got to feel like it's 
a pretty fair amount. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like there has to be a lot because I mean, just they would have questions about like, am I cleaning this right? Am mm-hmm. I right? Right? Am I not downcasting my eyes enough? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of practical considerations here. <laughs> uh, um, and I did love that scene where they talked about that how they weren't supposed to look at the servants. Yeah, if they happened yeah. To come across. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as if like they're like these wild animals. <laughs> like, don't, don't look at the bear directly. Have you, <laughs> you, you don't know about Tristan. I think he might be a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why he wasn't ever in the show. That's right. <laughs> uh, we do find out it's just five days until they all return to the 21st century. Yeah. So yeah. emotions are running high. Yeah, they are. Uh, not in the way that you would think they would be Mm-mm. necessarily. I just, this is, this is the episode that I feel like I had the most strong memories of from the last time that we watched it mm-hmm. because I just remember getting so angry at the Olive Coopers mm-hmm. for for being so attached to this lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how they, you know, they're constantly saying things like, oh, it's just too bad. It's just too bad this isn't real anymore. Why isn't it? Oh, because yeah. sometimes for some people to have nice things, other people can't have anything at all. And that's, yeah. it's just a shame that those values are gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, they're not gone. You're just no longer benefiting from them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. With your flooring business? <laughs> right. That sounds like a cover to me. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was kind of funny to watch her get choked up. Yeah. About God, that. And no. I know that they they chose those scenes, right? Right, to yeah. To put them in the worst light possible. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I'm like, you're a surgeon. Yeah. Your life is a good, like, you've worked hard. Yeah. You're more accomplished than your husband. Why would you <laughs> want to go back to this life where you're like a living doll? Right. And, I mean, and she at least, you know, approaches self-awareness at times. Mm-hmm. She'll throw in the, like, I know that we're only seeing the good side mm-hmm. and all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas then Lord O.C. is going there saying, I've learned that I'm very sensitive to other people's hurts. I'm like, you might as well be looking at the camera saying, I'm learned that I don't really have a mustache. Yeah. Many people think I do, but, but yeah. I don't. It was almost like he was just quoting Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, I feel your pain. He was yeah. like, it's, it's been a few years since he said that. I'm, I can, it's, it's public yeah, yeah. domain now. It's fresh now. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'll, I'm put my own, I'll put my own British spit on it. <laughs> Take that, Bill Clinton. You have no many you have no idea how many Monica Lewinsky jokes were left on the cutting room floor. Twenty seven? I, I guess you do have an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, but the servant's ball is gonna be on Guy Fox Day, which to me in an experiment that is highlighting the inequality between the mm-hmm. rich and the poor seems like a horrible day to have a ball. Yes, yeah. I, imme- I immediately imagined the opening of V for Vendetta, except with Manderston instead of the House yeah, of Parliament. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman's running around <laughs> with a shaved head. Like, why am I here? Literally nobody knows. No. <laughs> why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... They decide to make their Guy Fox effigy with Sir John's face. Mm-hmm. And they don't ever, like, no one ever comments yeah, on it. No. I was surprised. No, was... They just have a shot of it burning. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And it was at the servant's ball. Yeah. It had its own chair. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was. Oh, I missed that. It was right yeah. by the door. 
Uh-huh. I'm sort of sad that we never got that, that uh, you know, I was expecting there to be an awkward conversation about it. No. With the servants being like, oh, I, I guess there is a resemblance we hadn't noticed. Yeah. And it really did look a lot like him. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was better than It was than very well do. done. Yeah. Do they teach Guy Fox effigy making in, in schools? And I'm thinking that they do. Yeah. 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 Like jack-o'-lanterns? You know, yeah, yeah, like I know how to make a pilgrim hat out of construction paper. Yeah. You know? And That's I know how to draw true. a turkey using my hand. Mm. Yeah. I can make a Native American vest using a brown paper grocery bag. Look, there's a reason why we're the leaders of the free world now. <laughs> uh, but it, I mean, careful. That sounds like La Belle Epoque type talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We yeah. saw what happened to them. Uh, look, our empire was built on pilgrim hats and turkeys. <laughs> that's true. That's a fact. We built this city. <laughs> we built this city on hand turkeys. Uh, but in effigy, I think that uh, Sir John does look a little bit like Guy Fox. So, mm. uh, could be. I've I've never met either one. So, well, he looks like those masks that. Yeah, in that his face is immobile. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's true. Yeah, no I guess soul. you just slap and a weird a, mustache. The guy. Oh, his is like a pencil mustache. I was oh, thinking he right, didn't right. have a mustache at all, but, but he, he does. But he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I thought it was. I mean, they could have kind of passed it off. Like, yeah. Sir John could have just told himself it was Guy Fox. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He is... Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I I would suspect that Lady O.C. might have seen it. hmm Not said anything because what? they have the most unhealthy relationship. Did yeah. you pick up on that? Like, that he's constantly, like, giving her, like, approval on what to wear and, yeah. like... He's like, you're going to embarrass me with your fancy opera cape. And it's like, when else is she going to get to wear a fancy opera cape? Calm the fuck down. She was just crying over the fact that this is her last chance for an opera cape. (laughs) Let her have it. Uh, I thought he was just kind of, I, I felt like to me like he was just sort of feeling his power. All over the place. I guess so. Well, I mean, but I don't know. Seems unhealthy to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it just seems more about him. Right. Right. I guess, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't find that their relationship. Like weird personality well, trait think, that yeah. got exploited. Right. Well, I mean, I think the issue for us was how she seemed so fine with it. Yeah. Because she wasn't, you know, there's no talking head of her being like, oh, ever since we got here, John's been, you know, bossing right. me more. Like, it, it just seemed like, you know, this was kind of par for the course for them. Apart from the fact that he liked her, her crotchless knickers. <laughs> Uh, more than Did he say that he oh. did they say that yeah, oh, yeah. I, mi- I heard that talk i missed that uh, he, he we don't hear him say it but we do hear her and miss morrison both creepily discussing it yeah and while giggling she's, together. yeah they do a lot of creepy giggling they the really do. i think they were talking about it and i was just like thinking of it in like an abstract way Sex, well, I think mm-hmm. you know, you were and I wasn't really. Yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. you were. <laughs> I'm really sorry that we shattered yeah. that. That <laughs> I told myself it was she was having sex with Guy Fox, and <laughs> that was close enough. They had the same mustache, and, uh, my yeah. Uh, I, you know what? Let's it was weird just, to think of them having sex. Yeah, d- yeah. let's the hall boy and the scullery maid. That was fun. Oh, well, yeah. like they're young and cute, yeah. and you're like, oh, I was stupid yeah. once. Like <laughs> yeah. that's adorable. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean once? Huh? huh? Oh. <laughs> Twice? Still? No? Tally's still happening. Uh, three. Oh, well. <laughs> Listen, I only have so many fingers, but I'm not wearing shoes. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So Mr. Edgar, though, is very excited about the servant's ball, and he just still Stockholm Syndrome with the whole, like, it's not mm-hmm. that he's got Stockholm Syndrome for the Olive Coopers, it's just, like, for the Edwardian era. Like, yeah. yeah. He can't get over how great it is. Well, I mean, the whole episode is conflicted about how it's his fault that the family is so oblivious because he's been shielding them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's like, but wasn't that I was what I was supposed to do? And right. yes. Yeah. That's what I mean, I think, you do. know, like you were supposed to shield them. They were yeah. supposed to be dicks. Yeah. Like he it was all worked. the uncle Tom of the Edwardian era. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no offense. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> he's not an uncle. No. Oh, okay. No, not likely to be. Um, <laughs> My brothers might have kids. Yeah, I was oh, yeah, say, no, you that's have... right. That's yeah. right. I forgot that that counts. Yeah, All right. it does. <laughs> Uncle in law? Is that better? <laughs> it, might, it might be an issue when it comes to like who inherits the titles and whatnot. So. Your family has titles? Uh, not that they've told me about. But does we, mine? We don't talk much. So okay, all right. Anything. Like, have you seen our attic? There could be anything up That's there. That's a good point. We might, be, we might be uh, the heirs to a duchy. That's right. There could be any letters wow. of patent up there. We could be privateers. I, I literally don't know. This or is a exciting. Ken- <laughs> a Kentucky colonel? <laughs> That's actually more likely than not. We I could become Kentucky colonels. I have a friend whose mother is a state senator in Kentucky. What is a Kentucky colonel? I don't know. It's, it's an honorary it. title. It's an honorary title that allows you to sign your name, colonel, whatever. So you can be uh, Colonel Natasha Muse. Yeah. That weird. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> also, you get to uh, have a fried chicken franchise. That's right. Nice. I mean, it's success is up to you. It's not guaranteed yeah. anything, but you get the right. startup money. Yeah. Or I could like, kind of play it the other way and just be the poorest colonel ever. Mm. <laughs> I, look, I imagine there's some pretty poor colonels. I was going to say, well, I, mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Kentucky, yeah. but the competition is going to be really stiff. All right. I think I'm up for it. All right, cool. All right. So we're going to work on that. Yeah. Our cousins in Kentucky, if you know a uh, hobble that a poor colonel <laughs> could stay in. <laughs> we're going to get so many emails. Yeah. <laughs> there is a scene of, of Sir John saying he, he's been agonizing about the servants downstairs. And I'm like, someone get this man mm-hmm. a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think that agonizing means what you think it means. Yeah. It just, it doesn't. No. Agonizing means giving a bit of thought and also being upset. Mm-hmm. Possibly yeah. to the point of physical pain. You have not appeared to be in agony at... Or to have any human emotions yeah, really, that I would at recognize. Any, at any point. Yeah. I'm trying to think. He got mad about... Got mad about something at some point, but it's not really agonizing. It's just being pissed off. Yeah. He got upset with the pig head. He took that as a big affront. Right. He, did, yeah. he got more upset about the pig head than his own head being burned in effigy. <laughs> That's, it's true. <laughs> Which I think speaks to a real... Yeah. Uh, his priorities are really out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we're just we're all just so like yeah. philosophical today. We're like, wow, what a what a dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Is that philosophical? All right. Um, it in the vernacular. <laughs> sure. Um, in the sense that any thought about life. Yeah. Like philosophy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's fair. Like any food you eat is part of your diet. Yeah. And yeah. Everyone has a diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every thought you have is it, part of your philosophy. Yeah. It may be pig heads, but it's a diet. Mm. <laughs> and a philosophy. <laughs> So we see them all playing cards, uh, both upstairs and downstairs, and a crazy coincidence that, you know... It was not... Uh, yeah. 
just planned just in happened. any way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we see some people. Uh, there's a man playing cards upstairs with them that is not explained. That we've never met before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We theorize that maybe it is the person that Avril lives with. Yeah, uh, in sin. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Although I did always wonder, I, I can't remember whether the gender of the person she lived with in sin was ever specified, That's which was something true. I wondered about. But and it, well, and it did strike me because you you had had that thought about uh, uh, Raj Singh, and it, it struck me that in two thousand one, like PBS just wasn't going to go there. Yeah, like, whether yeah. or not that was even true, whether or not any of them was gay, right. they weren't going to go there. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is just an interesting thought because today they would. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, and you I keep thinking of it as like modern times, but it's still eleven. Yeah, years ago. it is eleven yeah. years ago, and a lot's changed. Yeah. and happened in that. People time. that were ten can drink now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah, and people that were you know eight in Britain can drink now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. So just saying, Master Guy can drink now. Yeah, Master Guy, mm-hmm. if you're out there, we'd love to buy you a pint. He was <laughs> eight, eight, or, would. eight or nine. What birthday? Did he was ten. I think he had his tenth birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. He's he's probably drunk right now. Yeah. Good for what you. Is it in- I don't know. Well, I mean, I have to imagine everyone yeah. in England is having, you know, a, a post-Olympics hangover right, right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hair of the dog and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I do feel like they did specify at some point that she had uh, a boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, I but I, so. I can't remember in which episode or when or why. Yeah. But Fair enough. So that may have been him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We see a mysterious man, and uh, Tristan's also playing cards downstairs, so mm-hmm. he still exists. Yeah, he's around. Yeah. Does he sleep in the stables? He does. I think he has like an apartment like above the stables or something. Yeah. Do you think he creeps out because the cameras aren't around him? I What Tristan has done is a total mystery. Yeah. Like he would like in that scene where the family was all saying goodbye to the horses because they liked the horses more than the people that had mm-hmm. been cooking and cleaning for them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like Tristan wasn't even doing anything. There was some old dude that we'd never seen before, like <laughs> right. leading all the horses. And I was like, yeah. so have you just been wearing these clothes and like <laughs> yeah. standing around occasionally and just to make driving wagons into the river for no reason. <laughs> once in a while. No, we gotta get the wheels wet. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they don't break. <laughs> that makes sense. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, this is not busy work. That's right. No, and they they get to go a bunch of places in this episode. Uh, well, Lord oh, right. Lord they, and Lady OC go to the opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with then, her over the top cape. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they go to uh, the the horse racing. Uh huh. Which uh, you know the OCs apparently air quotes own a uh, horse mm-hmm. by the name of uh, Indian Indian Flyer? Wings. Indian Wings, wings yeah. Um, I don't even know what that means. Worst airline ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't any know. Other, I feel like any other jokes we would make would have set Reggie Raj saying, and he's already had a difficult enough life. He, <laughs> he didn't say goodbye to anybody. Would you? I wouldn't if I was him. He, he didn't really like anybody. No. He yeah. was, was what we learned. And they him. didn't like him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, 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 he achieved like a truce with the disturbance, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he still would never have seen them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and we see uh, Rob, yes? Plays yeah, it's Rob. In his full footman attire, carrying around a, a pint, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he's placing a, a tuppence bet on some long shot horse. And the bookie just can't believe he's dealing with this. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, awesome. Somebody in period clothing. I imagine. I feel like that happens a lot. I was going to say, in Britain, I do feel like people just put on period clothes. They're like, La Belle Epoque! <laughs> Long live the Queen! 
you know, we just have to deal with people like in Star Trek uniforms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Star Wars and Hunger Games and vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird now to think about their relationship more. I wonder if when they're in in their regular lives, she's kind of in control. Yeah, as, I wonder about that too. Right, because and maybe I mean, he it's... just takes this moment to. Yeah, well, because you don't know, you know, we don't know how successful his flooring business is, yeah. which, which I, I, I don't know why we, that's so funny. <laughs> right. Well, I, it's funny to me. I imagine, well, I, guess it, I imagine it as Crazy John's discount carpet outlet <laughs> and he's doing commercials like in chicken suits. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess to me, I don't know. There's this like beautiful irony that like he moves into this house. He's like, I'm the Lord of the meta. And then, like in real life, he provides something that people like track their dirty feet all over yeah. like his yeah. you know it's it's the literally the lowest form of interior design <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i mean because if it's if except it's for except for basement remodeling but yeah <laughs> yeah you know and we don't know you know how successful it is but if it's his own business there's good times and bad, i do know? feel Whereas, like they've gone out of their way to point out that it's a successful business Right. Although they did not give him a plug as they did for lemonsieur.com. That's true. That is <laughs> very he, true. As he leapt away to freedom. <laughs> yes, like a frisky young colt. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> there were so many like gift-worthy things in this. Yeah. Like, yes. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I just like I I want all the gifts from this episode. Like yeah. there's just some yeah. horrible what like the one of Sir John crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they got all of the uh, all of them crying, right? All the three adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they included all that on purpose. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, obviously everything is intentional. Well, yeah, yeah. In the show, I hope so. <laughs> they're not going back and watching the DVDs and be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> How did this get in there? <laughs> did I edit this? <laughs> uh, Where's but, all that B-roll of Tristan? <laughs> although that may. That may explain how that song got in there towards oh, the Oh, man. Uh-huh. Oh, I was like, all right, we get it. One just, of you can kind of sing. There was just a 30-second <laughs> music video out of nowhere in the middle of the episode. Uh, you oh, know. We need a montage, guys. Yeah, yeah. they're like, they're, you know, we don't have enough montages. We need some they're, buoyancy. Listen, listen we, got, we got 30 to 40 seconds of footage of empty rooms that we're going to show now. Mm-hmm. And we just realized it's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We would like to make it more boring. Does somebody know a song that is in the public domain? (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca's like, my weird old grandma taught me one. Great. Go with that. (laughs) Turns out her weird old grandma actually wrote it and owns the copyright. (laughs) (laughs) She's still cleaning up on that. Every DVD house sale. Every DVD. DVD house sale. Manor house DVD sale. Is that like Columbia house? I'll let it that out. We deliver for you. (laughs) Do you ever sign up for those? Oh yeah. yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I got uh That's where I got my third eye blind C D. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Actually I still I've got a Fiona Apple C D that I still have from that. Um I think I got a cardigan C D to mm. the women singers at yeah. the time and still. Yeah. Great. Um anyway, this is an interesting story. I got tapes and they're all gone now. Oh, yeah. oh wow. I got CDs and I think most of them are gone, but it was like horrible things I didn't even like. Like I got a Dave Matthews band album. Like I was just trying to be cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were all trying to be cool. Then. Yeah, Did but you, you actually were. That like, the liner notes were not in there. On the Columbia uh, No, I did get liner notes. Okay. Cuz the tapes I got wouldn't have the full inside fold out lyrics and things it would just be the cover art yeah plus the other thing about that is they were tapes so (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair enough fair enough yeah 
is rarely this amused about any. Like he's still going, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, he can't stop. No, edit this out. <laughs> yeah, they just let me sit here and just back. All of our all of our best jokes yeah. in this podcast do come at the expense of obsolete. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they media. really do. Yeah, it really is yeah. looking back at life and like they're so dumb back then. <laughs> yeah, we're not that way now. <laughs> I wonder if in our lifetimes they'll have like the seventies house. Oh well, man, people... with shag carpet and key yeah. parties, I would totally. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious? That would be great. I mean, just in general, the producers have decided that the family <laughs> must throw a key party. <laughs> <laughs> the children have been trundled off to their grandparents' house, <laughs> and everyone's being supplied with grain alcohol. <laughs> because, of course, Derek Jacoby would would narrate. Yeah, yeah, right. still be the house. Same. Yeah. He'll still be alive, and yeah up for narrating yeah totally um, an american series yeah. at that yeah well i mean it is going to be i mean you know it's just going to be pre-internet house like that's going to be whatever that you do will be a thing that's right? true yeah it'll oh, just kind of be fun because they kind of smashed a lot of time together right for this that's true yeah yeah so they could smash like 70s 80s 90s yeah yeah I, mean, or I guess, well, not 90s, right? Early 90s. Well, 90s, I guess, would be kind of part of pre-internet since most yeah. people didn't yeah. have it then. You could just give people, you know, 56K modems. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, right. like, somebody, everybody just shot each other. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody, like, the survivors, like, rocking back and forth, like, the sound! The sound! The horrible sound! It was just somebody spent a week downloading a clip off of YouTube. <laughs> Wait, they had YouTube then? Uh, yes. But you couldn't you couldn't reconstruct the internet the way that it was then. Yeah, that's true. It's gone. Well, they could make an intranet. I can see sort of a I can see like a, a market for that somehow. People like cra- handcrafting '90s vintage internets, you know, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. from various archives. And well, that's what. Uh, it together. Yeah. I mean. You know, like all those like eight bit games, and like they're uh, the Rack and Tours website for a while oh, yeah, was yeah. very like vintage, yeah, internet. Yeah. So uh, yeah, new career path. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> somebody just sat up, brushed the Cheeto dust off themselves, <laughs> and said, "This is it. Yeah. This yeah. is what I've been waiting for." Yeah. So uh, get get started on a business model for that, mm-hmm. and uh, let us know how that works out. We get ten percent. That's right. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was interesting that they commented that 80% of lower class men bet and would gamble. Right, yeah. I was like, yeah, you just said it was a, a sport for tinkers and gypsies. Like, I don't know who you think <laughs> makes up the lower class. It's, uh, you know, 40% gypsies, 40% tinkers. Mm-hmm. Now, is a tinker a type of nationality? No. It, I think it is in The Wizard of Oz. I, I think oh, you're yeah? right, yes. In the, uh, the books? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Canon or the woman that I think, took over? I think Canon. Okay. Tom's the so. L. Frank Baum expert here. Mm-hmm. And Ruth Plumley Thompson. Yeah. Woo. See? Yeah. Told you. Yeah. Yeah. Expert. I was just glad I remembered it was a woman. No, <laughs> it was well done. Yeah. And she, no, she, she got the gig. She would just like write to L. Frank Baum and be like, oh, you're going to die. Can I write books after you? And she like gave him a sample or whatever. He's like, yeah, you're pretty good. Yeah. So she had a gig. <laughs> I mean, that's, nice. yeah. Way to be enterprising. Yep. Yeah. Ruth Plumley Thompson. That's, well, that's also what happened to Laura Ingalls Wilder's daughter. Oh, yeah. Rose, uh, Rose Wilder Lane was her daughter, and she inherited all the rights. And then there was just this guy named Roger McBride who was like, I'm your friend. And she's like, here, I'm going to leave everything to you. <laughs> and uh, now there's a bunch of crappy books about mm. her family. Oh, good yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. Weird. So any famous uh, authors out there, we'd love to cozy up to you and take over your legacy yeah yeah uh burn it to the ground if possible sure. <laughs> all the way to the bank burn uh, it with fire. Mm-hmm. jk rowling oh yeah, man she, she hasn't gotten that letter right yet 
nobody's, nobody's offered to take over for. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. I'm pretty sure she's got somebody specifically reading those letters. I wonder if anybody's <laughs> actually given her like a, a a a message that clear. Yeah, saying you were going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not that old though. <laughs> yeah, that's what would make the letter extra creepy. <laughs> As the I, crow flies, I I have foreseen it. <laughs> so your holding is made of poison. Avada Kedavra, <laughs> made it made of that. You've made of poison. <laughs> That's not a very good assassin. <laughs> I mean, it's too late by the time you've read it. You yeah. Know? So please finish reading this letter before <laughs> seeking help. <laughs> over. You are over. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You know well, the news. Say, if you have the ability to make a letter out of poison, I feel like you can just use that ability. You don't need to take over the Rowling estate. You can make some money. Yeah, but master criminals never think directly from point A to point B. That's, That's true. true. I saw a fish called Wanda. Ah, yeah, mm. yeah. So eighty percent of lower class men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they bet, and you know, but I I like Mr. Edgar's like oh gambling is so like oh it was hedonism, and I was like. Mm-hmm. I can see that gambling can be part of hedonism, but there's a lot of other there's, parts. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of different kinds of gambling. Yeah, uh, compulsive? Right. There's the ostentatious, I can afford to bet this diamond necklace and not care. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, you know, daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Um, you know, will you take my wedding ring as a bet, etc. Mm-hmm. That's two kinds. <laughs> then there's... <laughs> Then there's like uh, uh, Robert De Niro in Casino, where you're a professional. You know all the angles. Okay. And you actually make all right. Money at it, or like uh, the the Letterer family, uh, Annie Duke and Howard Letterer, like siblings raised in a weird family that have become professional poker players. Um, there's the MIT uh, count card counting mm. in Twenty One. Um, all right, that's yeah. that's a bunch of ways. I'm satisfied. Oh, there's Wall Street. There's Wall- <laughs> that's an excellent point, actually. And at some point in this, uh, as Lord O.C. is once again defending his way of life, he says that, you know, the, that this is because the, the greatest of genetic imperatives is to take care of your children and protect your lot and all this sort of thing. Your clan. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, no, the greatest of genetic imperatives is to, you know, fuck which you deny to all of your servants. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that this way of life was really genetically predetermined kind of at all. But see, he thought it was. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to clarify. But that is also, I think, a very accurate representation of what the, you know, the gentry would have used to justify it. Yeah, yeah, they would yeah. have said, you know, they either they, pro- they would have, they would have said that. And they also would have said that it's from God. You know, I've lived my life well, and thus God has blessed me with this enormous estate right. and the power to oppress the lower classes. That's very true. And I mean, again, Lord O.C.'s point of view is very useful for the show. Like, it, yeah, it's no, I mean, God, they, they did have to feel really lucky on the one hand that they got this guy who was such a massive tool yeah. <laughs> right. to come in and be completely unself-aware and just never have a moment's like moral twinge right, about yeah. what he was doing. Do you think that that, that they looked for that quality in possible uh, I think contestants? They, I, I feel like they the right must. I, I think so. They, I mean, the, the casting on the British ones of these is generally very good. The casting yeah. on the American ones is actually less so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but and this is why I think that they don't have a good relationship because I do feel like he had these qualities and this sort of like domineering mm-hmm. 
passive aggressive thing going on before Mm -hmm. and this just made it more obvious and i'm you know it's on tv so now we all know yeah yeah. but to me i just feel like these situations just reinforce what's already true about a person like you don't put a person in this situation and see them change radically right right i think so too well i also think we felt early on that at least some of the family members i mean certainly levine if if not others just sort of went along with it thinking that they weren't going to get picked mm-hmm. and then they got picked yeah mm-hmm. but i think it was definitely lord oc and probably lady oc at least was you know somewhat on board, oh totally um but really pushing for it and they uh they admired his dickishness uh-huh. and you know <laughs> they're like we're getting the impression the rest of your family mm-hmm. doesn't want to do this you're perfect <laughs> yeah they were floored by the choice <laughs> <laughs> They, they sure were. I'm glad I got a chance to work that in. <laughs> yeah, and and I guess everybody but Sir John is pretty excited to leave. Sir John and, and Lady and, OC, right? Yeah, they they all seem well. They're all see, just totally giddy. Like, yeah, I was wondering if they must have cut out the emotional goodbyes among the staff. Yeah, they, they must all have had really positive. But I think some of them must have been sad. Yeah, well, yeah, and no, we that's... saw um, the Jessica, the blonde one, mm-hmm. went into a room and kind of like curled up and was just saying how weird it was going to be to not yeah. have them all around. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's the closest we got. Yeah, which yeah. is mostly just like a private think, act. But maybe I don't know. Maybe they they kind of wanted them to maintain their dignity a little more. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you know they definitely give a nicer send off. Yeah, you know, I think they all they did have those feelings, but they are never going to have to work that hard again in their lives. Yeah. Like they're having they're getting an immediate like sort of material physical benefit out of going home. Yeah, like a like a lightning. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So, well, and I guess it's interesting cuz you know, they talk um at their last meal or whatever uh Lady OC is talking about, oh, you know, the thing that stinks about, you know, moving up is that you have to come down eventually. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, that's not entirely true anymore and i mean like for you know these people took a huge cut in their quality of life mm-hmm. to go back to what i can only imagine is pretty comparable to what the olive coopers have like like it's you know they're they're a class below and i mean i think you know yeah. britain being britain it's a class that all of them are very aware of yeah but mm-hmm. just in terms of physical comfort that's what not, i'm talking yeah. about like yeah. yeah not in terms of snootiness yeah. just... R- right right yeah and yeah it is interesting, though. Yeah, because she's still a doctor. Yeah, right. You know, and the other woman's still a, a police dispatcher. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're right. not going. They're not showing up at the same parties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like though. I just I liked the sort of respect that got afforded to all the servants' occupations on their send off. Right. And and like in comparison to what their lives mm-hmm. would have been like in Edwardian times, mm-hmm. he's saying no, like Antonia can live alone with her three dogs and she works for the police. Like, yeah, I know. Wasn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> She's got things that love her. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did make me sad. I was like, well, at least they aren't cats. <laughs> I was like, poor Antonia. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and I think that they gave them all haircuts or some kind of style. They all did look different. Yeah. Well, and like, well, because well, all the women wearing were wearing, they were all wearing makeup, and the women were all wearing those hats, so we never got to see their hair that much. That's true. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, certainly Antonia got her contacts back. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, and I noticed that when uh, Avril was getting into her convertible, like, she has very short hair, but when she was there, it was done in, like, an updo. So, I mean, it must have been, like, you know, one of those, like, fake hair. Right, right. Uh, 
Yeah, but I mean, the one in particular I think was Mrs. Davis, and and like her hair, like it just it just looked like freshly laundered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Davis was uh, the, the housekeeper. Yeah, the the red faced one. Oh, the really with, British one. Married to Peter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that fact about it. <laughs> well, I think I was just so happy to see. I think we're all happy to see the two of them. Embrace. Yeah. Well, because yeah. he was there, he brought her to the house. Yeah. 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 See, that's a functional. Like marriage. I mean, granted, we didn't see much of it. Yeah, right. But they seem like, oh, they like each other, and yeah. and he's not mean to her, and uh-huh. she's not adult. So, well, she actually kind of is. <laughs> but you know, she's she has a kind heart. Yeah, she does have a kind mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. So uh, shine on, Mrs. Davis and Peter. <laughs> wherever you are, I hope you're not dead. Yeah. Ooh. Things just took a turn for the ghoulish. <laughs> yeah. Well, in speaking of ghouls, <laughs> were you going to talk about Monsieur Dubiard? No, I was going to talk about the the electric theater. So. Well, because before the electric theater, though, is Monsieur Dubiard complaining about oh, about right. Sir John and like giving apples to children and like it's luxurious. <laughs> well, that, he was yeah. like that, that he's enjoyed this thing has been given. It's like when you give an apple to a child, they love the luxury of it or whatever. Because I know. When I was a child, my mother would give me an apple and I would say, no, mama, it is too much. (laughs) On Christmas and my birthday, I would get an apple. (laughs) I would save it for months. It was disgusting and I had to throw it away. (laughs) Still never tasted an apple. I would just polish it every day. Until it it dissolved into goo in my hands. (laughs) Anyway, he's upset because he thinks Sir John is taking all this for granted, and then mm-hmm. he, you Was that know... When he discusses the food? I think he talks about it a lot. So talks, it's his major obsession in this show. Well, it was that he they alluded it to it. They alluded to it earlier, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in an episode. Yeah. Well, because one, yeah, because they were all constipated and they needed. Yeah. They needed. So they wanted a Mediterranean breakfast. Yes. Right. Which was not correct. Yeah. And it was not appropriate. Which yeah. kind of just alludes to how much he was kind of a dick. Yeah. Right? Yes. Which he was, but at the same time, I'm... Who who the cook is, or... No. Okay, great. Yeah. Good. Because I was like, no, because the chef was doing what he was supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, no, I like right. the chef. If constipation yeah. was part of the Edwardian lifestyle, then it's uh, incumbent on you yeah, to be yeah. constipated. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, I mean, it was just interesting how he decided to pick and choose what elements of this mm-hmm. lifestyle he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and then is this, is this, no. Is this where he talks about the, the faux gras? Well, at some point he the talks f- about how he had sent up foie gras, foie gras de raison or something, mm. which I don't know if that's raisins, but it looks like raisins, so I'm assuming that's yeah. French for raisins. A reason. Right. <laughs> this is, this is a logical foie gras. Yeah. Uh, but but well but that that Lordos he refused to eat it because he said it was brains, <laughs> which is like I don't Based even understand. On, like, like I've seen well I haven't seen brains, but I did see Hannibal, and <laughs> in that movie Ray Liotta has to eat his own brain, and I was like, oh, what? that's what a brain looks. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that movie also came out, I think, in 2001. So, like, so, <laughs> I feel like we're past the statute of limitations. Right. Huh, I didn't Yeah, know. that's why Jodie Foster wouldn't be in it. Oh, because Ray Liotta was in it? Well, that, and then and at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boom. In your face, Leota. As far back as I can remember, uh, I wanted to be in a movie with Jodie Foster. That's what, so that was like the, the the line in the sand. Yeah, well, Jody that Foster. and then uh, Clary Starling hooked up with Hannibal Lecter at the end, like as his lover. Oh. Like they like went off somewhere together. Oh, oh like, yeah, like you do. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you do. Like many FBI agents, I'm sure to fall in love with the sure. serial killer cannibals that they've been tracking. If you're an FBI agent and this has happened to you, please call in. Call in. <laughs> we we won't be able to know that you've called, but it's <laughs> right. fine. All right, so let's move on to the Electric Theater, which has given us such masterpieces as Hannibal. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Electric Theater, being what they used to call movies, and mm-hmm. sadly don't anymore. Ah, uh, let's make this happen. No, yeah. the, let's go to the Electric Theater. Yeah, everybody be so excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna is- go see ET at the ET. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Listen to Hollywood. If you want to figure out how to save your dying business model, rebrand. Look electric, to the past. Yeah, electric look theater. To, look forward to the past. <laughs> <laughs> and they still have somebody with a hand crank. That's yeah. Right. Well, the, you know, now you're employing people. Mm-hmm. You're turning the economy it's true. around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Turning. <laughs> 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 you're not all here to see us making the hand cranking motion and laughing it's just it's it's delightful my arm's already tired (laughs) if you're at home please start making that gesture and then laugh yeah but they made they made movies like they all made movies adorable the servants was way better thus uh supporting the fact that one must suffer to create great art (laughs) right the the upstairs people was just them kind of standing there and waving yeah with master guy waving a butter like a butterfly net yeah something like that really big butterfly I don't know what kind Whether of... it was, like, maybe it was like a kite, but, you know, you can't get the kite in the frame. If he was trying to catch fly. Mothra. <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked more like a net thing. Oh, all right, yeah. Maybe it's a kite, some kind of Edwardian kite. I don't know. I wasn't paying some attention kind of to that one. burlap Edwardian kites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't actually learn how to make kites that flew until World War II. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would just kind of carry it around. Yeah. Um, isn't somebody on Downton Abbey, like, the, the first lieutenant of the kite brigade, or... Uh, are they? Oh, I'm really sorry that that joke didn't land. Sorry. I was excited about it. Wow. I'm excited. Well, we can just take it out. I'm excited post. to laugh at it sometime in the future. <laughs> you yeah, like, remember when Kelly made that joke that didn't work? <laughs> And I'll be like, which time was that? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about the brains. Did you have anything else to say? No, I just thought that was a funny thing. Yeah. How <laughs> oh, I felt like this one, this this chef wanted so badly to cook. Like he signed up for this project just to cook this food in this particular style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was so into it, just perfect for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like he was the only one that wanted to do it right, but wasn't no. allowed to do it. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, like if like if they had a maid that was like, I'm just into dusting and making beds, and they were like, No, 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 don't don't dust so much. <laughs> yeah, and she yeah. Just be like, Oh, but I really wanted to dust. <laughs> yeah, and to get to nooks and crannies. They're like, it's aggravating no their allergies. In. You have to stop. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, well, nice. back in the day, people had allergies, and there was no medicine for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's like some sort of Greek punishment. It's like you get to spend eternity cooking the food you love for somebody who hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a Greek punishment. <laughs> it's the legend of Dubiard. 
but yet in the uh, the servants uh, movies are all them like doing wacky things mm-hmm. like like uh, Mr. Dubiar chopping off Kenny's head and cooking it you know and all this stuff there's and, your mm-hmm. brains yeah that's and, almost exactly the scene from Hannibal it, incidentally yeah <laughs> striking um and then Kelly, Kenny and Ellen being naughty and running off together. Mm-hmm. All of the all of the maze just like like R- running around like in safe like then Mrs. Davis is like, Get away, camera, get away It was so adorable. It yeah. was really cute. Loved it. Well and again, like they had whole stories going on that just weren't dramatic, you know. I'm sure like you could kinda of, like they all had little jokes with each other uh-huh. and all this sort of thing. You know, but we just never saw the maids because they were just generally content, I guess. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. they just seemed to be doing their jobs. Once they found the scullery maid, that yeah. was stick. Yeah, because I mean, even then though, when the when the scullery maid was was quitting all the time, the only person we saw talk about it was Antonia because right. the scullery maid didn't really affect the other two that much. Yeah. That's true. Antonia well, always wound up getting stuck with the the scullery work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and Mr. Edgar is in it, and like he's playing along. He gets like locked into the silver closet by. That was my favorite one, actually, yeah. because you knew that there was like some truth behind it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it just because it kept showing the the movie, and then the servants all just like cracking up over it, laughing hysterically, mm-hmm. and Mr. Edgar just sort of sitting there. Yeah, like he, I was like, does, does he know how to laugh? He doesn't enjoy pleasure. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not a fan. Yeah. And hit them locking him in that silver, uh, what what do they call it? This, I think it was the silver, I think they called it the silver cage at one point. Yeah. yeah. That was like metaphorical at work. Right? Yes. Too. Right? And yeah. like, and he wouldn't have really wanted okay. to be participating, so like he wouldn't have wanted to be locked in there, like, right, just right. like layers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope they, I hope they submitted that to a couple of film festivals because <laughs> it's mean, a lot to unpack. True. Really I mean, is. they would have had to send the guy to crank it at each one. <laughs> Uh, does that guy have anything else to do? Uh, that's no, that's a good point. I actually thought about that guy. He's just been sitting by the phone waiting for somebody to call up and say we need a hand cranker. <laughs> He's been in the the British phone book for the last ten years. Yeah. Just today, somebody will call today. Just pra- practicing. His the rest cranking. of his house is just covered in dust, like Miss Havisham. <laughs> yeah. He's just got all the. He's got like a stack of film reels instead of a wedding cake. Like when they had that medical historian come in to yeah right, yeah to. Uh, diagnose that woman <laughs> you need to you need to go home yeah <laughs> yeah like you need to not be here yeah I, I've, I've diagnosed with her with an acute case of being sad <laughs> <laughs> she's got the sadsies <laughs> that's yeah. why you have the drink seats right <laughs> she's got melancholia <laughs> depressant terry <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to try a third one, but that was no, too I good think, of a laugh. Think, so yeah. yeah, that was perfect. Fuck the rule of threes. Let's the move on. <laughs> I, I've just got uh, another Lord OC thing. Lord OC thing saying that he has been, by Edwardian standards, ridiculously lax. Uh huh. Which again is something that I'm sure the pro- producers have told him is true. Yeah. And what other sources he have to go on? Mm-hmm. But I do. I mean, throughout the whole thing, I always feel like the producers are just like. They're making claims for what the standards were back then that I just don't think are really true, like in in their lived experience. No, and then we've talked about it before, but it's just like it's, it would be impossible to adhere to all of this all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, nobody in modern life adheres to the standards they're supposed to be adhering to all the time. Like I frequently exceed the speed limit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I uh, I use I use the internet on my work computer for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. I. 
I may be fired by the next podcast. <laughs> I, hope, I hope nobody's listening. Um, I can't think of anything I do wrong. Oh, oh well, oh, sorry. Well, hmm. well, you are a paragon. <laughs> uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> right. That's some that's some use and Freuda for you. That's some use and Freuda. Yeah, I just went into my own head and I came back and there was less of me here. So that makes sense. Uh, I was going to say I don't wash my hands every time I use the bathroom, but then I was like, that's kind of gross. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I have some, uh, I've got some Clorox wipes. We'll just wipe down your that's mic great. when you're, great. when you're done. Uh, uh, yeah. But then, and he's saying though, like that he feels like the servants don't like him and maybe it's because of anything he's done or, or not do- done. Yeah. Like, right. again, that twice. I feel like the producer said, Hey, so the servants don't like you. And he was like, what? It's like, they no, don't. I'm pretty sure that I've, <laughs> I, I see them standing motionless at morning prayers. I, I, have, a, I have a sense for people. I'm very sensitive <laughs> to this sort of thing. Oh, what was it they said during that dinner about a smiling maid is a happy maid? Or? Oh, God. I think I that know. was Lady. No, yeah, when they were talking at the with the uh, the other Indian people who yeah, came, yeah, yeah, and the the ones that the were prince. allowed to sit at the table. Yes, the oh, ones right. the ones that were not forced to sit in the downstairs and eat subpar curry. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's so funny. It's like here's food that you like, but not made that well. <laughs> Welcome to Britain. <laughs> Horrible, horrible oh, way. To- no, but like I just do think the producers were like, "Well, listen, the server and like and he like negotiated them to this place where he's like, this is how I'm going to say it,' and they're like, that is not a clear way of saying it, and makes it's going to make them hate you more.' But mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yeah, they whatever, I mean, man. We're going to edit point, this so you look so bad. Right. So at this point, I whatever dreams they may once have had of making him sympathetic, I'm sure were long gone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They were like, oh my god. We did <laughs> it is our funny job to think too that well. they, they were casting for a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. They do they... need a bad guy. Well, well, lest everyone run out and say, let's go back to the Edwardian way. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been wrong. Dead wrong. British society collapsed today. <laughs> <laughs> In an effort to reorganize it. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, we're, we're at the servant's ball at yes. this point. Yes. Which is um, in the servants' quarters, mm-hmm. which seems more like a party than yeah, a ball. Well, they do get all the nice, like, silverware and china and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that. And, uh, you know, they don't have to uh, serve. So yeah. that's, that's a big plus for them. Mm-hmm. And they had a beautiful flower arrangement with tiger lilies, which are my mm-hmm. favorite flowers. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was like, they were thinking of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they're all, all sitting around having fun. Uh, Miss Morrison is apparently drunk. She, uh, I mean, she strikes me as a pretty cheap date, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, thimble full of uh, Takai. <laughs> yeah. Trying on the clothes of her mistress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that was her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Servants, has that other servants' ball. Yeah. Meaning. Anyway. Where, where, the, where the guy Fox effigy is in attendance. That's right. Just sitting by the door like it's like it's people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a very realistic looking effigy. Yeah, I was no, they, really impressed. They did a fine job. Yeah. You guys are impressed with the body a lot, huh? Yeah. yeah. Have well, you guys never made a scarecrow? No. <laughs> Have, you? Have you? Well, yeah, like, yeah. After Halloween a few, well, not a few years ago. <laughs> a couple years ago when I was 10. <laughs> well, because if you take old clothes, you you just fill them out. They look like humans because the clothes I mean, are already cut that way. My dad once went as the scarecrow from the Wizard of Oz for uh-huh. Halloween. And I think he, like, stuffed a bunch of newspaper in his sleeves to make him look more scarecrowy. Huh. But I didn't help with that. Oh. So. Like you're on your own, Dad. <laughs> Dumb costume. 
it was kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, you know, it was cute. That was the year my parents decided to come to like the after party of my Halloween party and try to embarrass me. Mm. But like I was unembarrassable up until I was in college. I was like, hey, I like you guys. Oh, that's sweet. I know. Oh, and yet, but nice. they wanted so hard to embarrass me, and I would just—I had no shame. What like, was your mom dressed as? Uh, Dorothy. Oh right. Of course. Their friend was dressed as a weird leprechaun nun. Oh. And she had like a shillelagh, and she would like hit people with it. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, welcome to Cincinnati. Yeah, my parents have really cool friends. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not embarrassed by this story. Incidentally, there's nothing to be embarrassed. No, about. that's a great story. Yeah. I think if you're going to be embarrassed, it would be when it was happening. <laughs> it would just diminish from that point on. No. Right. Uh, but also, effigy is apparently easy to make. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to make an effigy of something, go for it. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it's easy to get a body looking like a body. Right. Yeah. yeah the head was more of a challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're, you're Hannibal Lecter and you have a head lying around, in which mm-hmm. case you just slap that on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was going to stink at the whole neighborhood. Well, they don't have neighbors. That's true. If yeah, that's- you have a sprawling British estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a human head and some old clothes and some straw. <laughs> I think it's really pretty straightforward. Voila. <laughs> yeah. Effigy time. That that was an odd diversion. Uh yeah. So, so uh, servants ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so the servants are all having a great time and then the uh the family shows up. Yeah. You know, boo. And um, I think that they were expecting a big uh they were. Welcome, they, right? Oh, right. They were like, here we come. Get ready, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Blasted with love and shouts and screams of joy. Hold to my hand, little guy. <laughs> it was just so anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Except man. when, of course, the chef just makes a beeline. Oh, yeah. man. This was so awkward. Yeah. I feel like this is why they never showed the conversation about the effigy. Because this oh, right. was so awkward. They're like, they can only handle so much awkwardness. Yeah. But it was great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. No, it was fantastic. Because he didn't yeah. make any sense. No, he's just like babbling, like less sense than the apple thing. Earlier. I wonder if like, he was drunk. Maybe he was I drunk the whole time. He's probably a little drunk. I, I think he was, for sure. But he's just saying like... I. You are not a real person where we are right now. <laughs> He's like, I have just decided not to call you sir, Mr. John. Like, I d- yeah, I just, I just realized not to call you. Yeah, okay, yeah. The word. And, and he's so like... So strange. And Lord O.C. is like, uh, what? He had clearly, like, checked out. He was like, no, no, no. I nailed this. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I did a great job. Everybody yeah. loves me. They invited me to the party. This is great. <laughs> What are those producers so worried about? Yeah. And and so Miss Morrison like breaks it up. She's yeah. like, I'm not sure that this is the time or the well, place. What I think is is that he has been stewing about this for a long time, oh, obviously. Yeah. And right. it's at that moment of like, you know, you're angry about something and you think about it, and you think about it for so long and you have that moment and just you explode with all the ideas of it. <laughs> right. But you don't make one single coherent <laughs> sentence. Yeah. You don't make a point at all. Like, no. You brains. Just the broader themes. Just yeah, like, yeah. Dumping on him. Yeah. No, and again, Sir John, totally oblivious. Like, he would have no way of knowing. Right. Well, and right. I think that's like. So- that's the only quarter that I'll cut him is that Mr. Edgar has done a great job of shielding him. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably specifically from Mr. Dubiard. <laughs> yeah. Like, that guy is bonkers. Yeah. Well, and. um so then, so then, Monsieur just like storms off. He's not going to stay anymore. And Lordo sees like, well, if, if he doesn't know how to have fun, I do. 
I'm like, what do you mean he doesn't? He's going to go off and pluck and prepare 70 quail in a dark kitchen by himself. And he's going to have a great time. <laughs> That's all he wanted to do. Yeah. He, he knows how to have fun. He has been. He's just weird. <laughs> he is just weird. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed that uh, Reggie Raj Singh comes in with the family. Not he's he, not down yeah. there from the well, beginning. Well, but I mean that's but that's been his whole right. mind blowing thing it's, is that he is expected to behave as part of the family without actually being part of the family. It's it's the strange existence of Reggie Raj Singh, mm-hmm. which I think was shortlisted for the Booker Prize, if, I, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I'd read that. I thought Reggie was his nickname. No, it's his actual name. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Reggie. Yeah. yeah it's R E J I. Which I, yeah. I thought that too, yeah, but then yeah. it was on when they were sewing the name tags into mm-hmm. that right. waistcoat yep. for whatever reason. Yeah. Is that those things that British people called people named Raj? Yeah, they probably do. I yeah. mean, it seems yeah. like the sort of thing that yeah. British people would do. Not Americans. Oh, no. We're very culturally sensitive. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they all go outside for the Guy Fox part of the proceedings and burn the effigy mm-hmm. there's fireworks they're all so easily entertained at this mm-hmm. point like, uh, yeah things with fire in them. Yeah, yeah any anything they have to look at that's not a mop right. they all just lose their <laughs> shit they're yeah. like oh my god yeah things don't suck all the time <laughs> and no and they handed out like what like beef jerky or something right. like what? they were handing out some sort of food we can Something. we assume that this is like a traditional guy fox thing I assume that I did as well because why else would you eat at a bonfire? Right, but except for tradition, you know, apart from fireworks and burning of effigies, I don't know what's traditional for a Guy Fox Day. So remember, remember, remember the fifth of November. <laughs> that's all I know. Right, yeah, that's which, which there's no there's no snacks mentioned in that couplet. So maybe the maybe the part that comes after it is like remember, remember to go to Tesco's and get some snacks. <laughs> Cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> cucumber cucumber <laughs> the sandwich of november <laughs> yeah but it looked like something like hard to yeah. eat and that tasted awful and then uh he spit it out he did Sir John yeah. spit without it out. even like the thinking to turn his back to the cameras which right. uh, must be evident yeah you would right. have to see that well i mean i think you know i think it's just reality show people know how to make you forget the camera clearly because any show you see people mm-hmm. do things where you're like, you know you're being recorded, right? But they, they just clearly don't. Yeah. Although this in that is case, in, when reality shows were kind of new. Right. This is almost like a, a documentary, right? Yeah, but I mean, but documentarians right. would also have that gift of oh, being yeah, able to just right. sort of... Right. And at yeah, this point, true. like, it's been almost three months. Like, yeah. 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 yeah like at that point, you have, like, divorced yourself from reality. Although we at least, you know, he was lit by the fire. He could have at least turned into the shadows to spit mm-hmm. out his whatever it was. Hard but attack. Whorehound. <laughs> Whorehound candy mm. is like soft on the outside, but um, hard on the inside. That's strange. Mm. It is a candy. My grandmother eats it to this day. Well, wow. Whorehound? She, yeah. Huh. H-O-R-E. H-O-U-N-D, like you would think. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. They ate it in Little House on the Prairie a lot. Oh. That was ah. that was their Christmas candy. It was like, oh, here's this thing that tastes great, and then it's really hard on the inside. Right. <laughs> so that they would never forget the hardships of Pioneer Life, mm-hmm. <laughs> even for a second. <laughs> you guys would appreciate an apple. <laughs> they, 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 would. <laughs> they, they did, actually. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> they right. got some apples, and they yeah. went nuts. 
<laughs> they go nuts for apples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Ma was like, children should be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. And then they ate their apples, but too noisily. That's that's the hidden danger of apples. Mm-hmm. Their noisiness. They're the noisiest fruit. <laughs> then I think is we got some talk about World War One's onset. And it's mm. at this point that I realized that Julian Fellows really just did watch this and pick all of the plot points that he wanted to use. Like yeah. I realized that they are the big plot points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, he may just have watched this last episode, right? Like, yeah. but I, he did have the Titanic from the yeah. previous one. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he just. He saw the last two episodes of Manor House and was like, I can make this a new and successful multi-series. Uh, eps- uh, and then he trailed off. Like <laughs> then he wrote Gosford He just got too excited. He's like, I can make this a two-line. Li- little di- my pen of paper, everybody. <laughs> everybody listening is having as much fun as we are <laughs> i hope so i hope it's not like a party where you feel sad that everyone you're not lis- there yeah everyone listening right now is having as good a time as we are yeah it's true <laughs> all right I, we're the only no one. i know yeah I know. sorry <laughs> uh what did you say before I interrupted Julian you. Fellows just ripped off Manor House. Oh, basically. no, no, I thought you said something else. Yeah. Well, just um, among other things, the World War I thing and how mm-hmm. the British think that they're all secure in their empire and all this sort of thing. And yeah. they would force their footmen to go as servants and, uh, yeah. you know. Which was something else that they yeah. uh, used in mm-hmm. Downton Abbey, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much the but whole. That was the Boer War. But actually, in the second, um, you haven't seen the second season yet, have you? Of Downton Abbey? No. Okay. No. Yeah. In the second season, a, a footman is, in okay. fact... Okay. Well, I'm just saying. It's just a device Let's they spoil use. spoil a history for me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. No one died, <laughs> despite the, what you learned in this episode. The, the war lasted until Christmas, and then it was all wrapped up. And uh, yeah. yeah. And the book All Quiet on the Western Front is about how it was just really quiet after the war yeah, ended. Right, right. right. Yeah. It's just a series of kind of poems about flowers. And <laughs> 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 anyway uh yeah but yeah and they say all the things that you say about world war one like you know that it, they said it would be over by christmas and that it was like the first me- mechanical war and all this sort of thing which you know i mean it's all true but it all kind of it annoys me sometimes because first of all every war always is going to be, be over by christmas or whatever you know and that's how day. you get people to go to war right. you're yeah. like no 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 no. we'll be back for we will yeah. really you know, like listen this time for you, real we want you to join up yeah. go to a foreign country and get shot at for seven to eight years that's never the pitch right yeah but uh and it wasn't the first you know everybody kind of gives them a pass like it was the first mechanized war but like war, like the civil war the the u.s civil mm-hmm. war was actually not that dissimilar from World War One. I. I mean, they just don't massive wanna... casualties, ma- you know, charges against you know fortified, uh, you know, positions that couldn't be taken, you know, pointless mm-hmm. loss of life. All this stuff had happened sixty years before World War One. Nobody likes to give the Americans credit for inventing a new kind of warfare. <laughs> well, they also don't, and as we have discussed at length on previous episodes, they don't uh, talk about how incredibly stupid the circumstances surrounding the war's beginning were. Like this was one of your more idiotic wars, right? That was literally just like, oh, le- like let's have a war. 
Yeah, like for no reason. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like three years into it, the pacifists are out there saying, well, like like Woodrow Wilson, who was trying to get them to stop fighting the war because there was more and more pressure for him to join. So this is about three years into it. It's just put out a manifesto saying, could everybody say exactly what it is they're fighting this war for so we can see if Mm. there's a way to stop fighting? And everybody was like, no. If you don't, if you don't know already, then then you're not cool. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, but we're fighting because they're shooting at us. <laughs> Figured out. Don't you know how war works? Right. <laughs> it's um, kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like, as always, uh, guy talking about things is always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also struck earlier when they said that make an effigy to make a guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, don't not guy. Yeah, he's he's so lovable. Um, I know he is. They take his old clothes. It's like this <laughs> Die, guy, die. Oh, yeah. Um, but he talks about how if Jonty was to go off and die, which they said there was a very good chance that he would. have. One in four, and I liked those odds. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Jonty, you suck. Um, you guys well, hate John D more than I do. Well, but he does say something. He says something in this section yeah. that that made me come around a bit, mm-hmm. uh, which was that uh, he didn't see how you could come back to this life after World War One, having fought shoulder to shoulder with your servants, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then come back and expect them. You know, if you'd all gotten through it, to then be. Yeah, I think I think we hate him more than he really deserves because he went to a really nice college and neither of us did. And his name is Jaunty. Well, that too. That doesn't help. Um, but Guy talking about it, saying that if Jaunty had died and he was to inherit Manderston, that he wouldn't really feel like he belonged there mm-hmm. and this sort of thing. And it, it really, for some reason, it really struck me that that Guy is going to grow up to be a character in like P.G. Woodhouse and the Jeeves and Worcester novels mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing because that was during the between-the-war period. And they still had this lifestyle and these fancy houses and all this sort of thing, but just none of them cared about it. None mm-hmm. of them thought it meant anything. Yeah. Like, they all would try to keep it and they'd all enjoy, the, you know, get all the fun and enjoyment out of it and run around and get drunk and do whatever they wanted. But none of them felt like they were special yeah. for having it. They just were lucky. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that... <laughs> that was really just that guy had had me to yeah. have this insight about society, but they didn't do uh, what would have happened to him, did they? As much as the other in, ones in the yeah. war, or, or just, just like in general in no, their they, epilogue wrap. Oh yeah. yeah, well, I, you know, I like the idea they'd be like, and guy would become a character in a whimsical, <laughs> <laughs> in a light, humorous novel. <laughs> yeah, guy would go live in Paris for a number of years and come back with syphilis. Like <laughs> that's what dissolute younger sons generally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I would. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't they? Right. They have the option. Paris, syphilis, mm-hmm. or join, join the church. Right. One mm-hmm. of those two things. Yeah. That's more of a Jane or, Austen or, thing, I think. Uh-huh. Or join the church and get syphilis. Ah, <laughs> two for. <laughs> the church is syphilis. <laughs> yeah, less fortunate would be the next note I have here would be uh, the uh, Mr. Edgar and Mrs. Davis if they were to retire mm-hmm. because either Lord O.C. would take pity on them and give, in, give them a you know pittance to live on somewhere mm-hmm. on the estate or if not that they could get a pension from the state for a quarter of their wages to live on on their own for the first time ever. Yeah. So that probably... It is funny to me and that particularly struck me how enfeebling the hierarchy system is because like this whole time we've been like oh like the servants work so hard and they know how to do all these things and these rich people can't do anything but the skill set that you learn in service is so specialized right 
I mean, you know, you can apply it other places. Like, you can clean other places and, you know, polish silver mm-hmm. other places. But, like, the particular way that they're trained to do it doesn't make them capable of doing anything on their own. Mm-hmm. And and so they would be basically just adrift if mm-hmm. they were, were cast off the estate. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, Mrs. Padmore, for example. Yeah, exactly. She was going to go blind, like... No, like... Wait, you know, who? Mrs. Patmore on the, uh, Down oh, Abbey. Oh, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah. right. No, like, wait, she, who went blind? I missed that. <laughs> right. It was uh, Lord O.C. after the credits. They were like, it was just like the Benny Hill music and him running into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny if they did a whole Benny Hill thing with all the servants running around and all, half of them are naked, just chasing each in and out of right. the doors. Coming from off screen and then yeah. they, they come back from the same... <laughs> That makes you so happy to think about it. <laughs> you hired. And then they have one scene where, like, the effigy is chasing them somehow. <laughs> They're like, what? No, because one of them is, like, holding the effigy and yeah, chasing yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden the effigy is going by itself. Yeah. Right. I guess they could have taken the videos they made, or the electric, electric uh, the- <laughs> yeah. theater uh, shorts and played Benny Hill music to those. On the phonograph? It, yeah. Yeah. Probably wouldn't it, work. Two cranks going at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of cranking. You're going too fast. You're going too slow. It's like cranking good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I basically have no more notes, so you're, all right, it's well, all on you. So, uh, we, well, we, at this point, we're learning what you know, sort of fate awaits everybody. Uh, it talks about how Jessica, how the the the, the younger female servants were the ones that were having the most expanded opportunities at this mm-hmm. point. I think it was Jessica. One of them could have gone off to be to do clerical work in a city uh, and it might have ended the war as a telephonist. That was, was I uh, think, Antonia. Antonia, Antonia. Because, oh, right, because, because that's because similar to her real job. Dispenser. Again, yeah. that is a plot point taken directly from Downton Abbey. Right, or indeed. vice versa. Yeah. Downton Abbey totally swiped that. Yeah. Because yeah. it was tied to the war effort. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do like that telephonist was mm-hmm. the name of a job. I'd like to be a telephonist. Yeah. Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you work with elephants, though. Yeah. So it's a little bit misleading. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, elephants can't work phones by themselves, so... Yeah, they have to have those little birds, right, that sit on their... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They the pick telephone. out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they dial. And then <laughs> the, the elephants hold it in their prehensile trunk. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And they have big ears, so of course it's easy for them to hear. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have to write anything down because they have good memories. Mm-hmm. True. Very um, true. Yeah, I think I think this is a marketing opportunity out there for Samsung. <laughs> I don't think anybody's tapped the elephant market. I don't think. Yeah, in, in like telecoms. who wants who wants a smartphone or a razor when you can have an elephant <laughs> answering true. the phone for you? <laughs> La Belle Epoque. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Was that a? I was uh, Mr. Edgar. Mr. Edgar yeah. said it. Oh, okay, that they were living. But that was that is still the the name for it. Instead yeah. of like, you know, the Gilded Age or whatever, it's La Belle Epoque, the beautiful mm. era. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of uncreative. They're yeah. like, let's just make it French. Yeah. <laughs> and they used somebody, was he the one that used the phrase bon vivant? He did not. It was uh, Monsieur Dubiard. Oh. Right. He said yeah. he did not think Sir John was a bon vivant. Yeah. Right, because he wouldn't need enough brains. Now, what does that, what does that mean for us? Like, it. I don't really. It's, I can, it's it's a man who enjoys life. Yeah, uh, like, a, like it means good living. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like like gourmet, but expanded to your whole lifestyle. Yeah, oh. yeah. So that's what they expect him to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess as a man of leisure. Oh, yeah. he's a businessman too. 
Although he doesn't seem to do much. Right. Right? That's why we don't think his flooring business is real. Mm. <laughs> we think it builds yeah. invisible floors. I think someone <laughs> pulled the carpet out from underneath yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He returns to find out that his like partner sold the whole thing while he was gone. <laughs> Escaped town. Yeah, went to Bali. <laughs> We're doing ceilings now. <laughs> That's where the real money is. <laughs> Unfortunately, it just meant that he hid all of his money in the ceiling. <laughs> right. Um, no, right, because uh, Jessica was has has a fiance. And so they were saying her fiancé would go off and get killed, and she'd have to become a maid again. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ouch. And they would take away her children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was Ellen. Oh, oh, right. Ellen and Kenny. Oh, right. No, that's right. Well, they what were saying... What happened to Jessica then? Uh, she was just going to be sad. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> that was pretty much... <laughs> the fate for everyone was like mm-hmm. the rich people wouldn't be as rich anymore yeah. or as powerful, and the, the poor people might have a little more power, but still oh, it would right. be very hard. And then there was the whole flu... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, in Downton Abbey, just yeah. Rebecca is the one that would stay in service. Poor Rebecca. Yeah. Just because her grandmother was in service and her hands were weird. (laughs) Right. But I mean, she seems to. uh... (laughs) (laughs) We were looking at each other, Kelly, trying to like. What do you mean they stayed pressed down? Yeah. I like still don't understand it. Like, well, what? Like, 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 if you compress, you, you know, like the flesh on, on your finger, like it just pops right back into place because you're, you know, still young and healthy. But if you're old and have been doing manual labor your whole life, it just sort of stays that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like That's, Play-Doh? Apparently. Oh. Look, I didn't make this up. Okay. I'm just, just disturbing. Your, your issue is with God, I think. <laughs> you never heard of uh, old people? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I have a butler who shields me from the unpleasantness <laughs> of life. I was wondering what that guy was doing, yeah. standing behind me. Yeah, he's just, he's buttling. <laughs> Is that the, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I heard it in a young adult novel once. <laughs> um, it's part of Edward, Edwardiana? Edwardiana? Edwardiana. Edwardiana. Yeah. As part of Mr. Edgar making up words the well, whole I time. Think, I think we owe uh, somebody a, a copyright on that. Yeah, somebody said that they were gonna they were gonna trademark that phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, if you, it was one of those cute footmen. I forget which one. That's so. right. So we'll we'll gladly pay up if you uh you know pay a call on mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did you just turn into a Tennessee Williams character? <laughs> I do declare, Mister Bob, we don't often have gentlemen callers. It's a mechanical thing. <laughs> um, it's the only Tennessee Williams line I know. <laughs> Because I'm an alcoholic. Um, yeah, there's a the uh, Derek Jacoby says at this point also just saying that these great houses that 90 percent of them are still in private hands, which I I've read different things. Just I read that a whole bunch of them just got torn down in the 50s because the the tax laws changed and they just became a huge financial burden on whoever had. Them. Well, 90 percent mm. of the ones that still exist are probably in private hands, right? Which is a different thing. I found that he's still trying to pop up the tattered remains of the uh, empire, Tom. Oh well, fair enough. He's Sir Derek Jacoby. No, you're you're right about that. Um, but yeah, and, and Mr. Edgar says that that you know that it was all dependent on this hierarchy, and that the hierarchy is gone, so we'll never see houses like this again. Which I'm kind of glad. Like well, nobody I'm, really seemed but, like they had a great time. <laughs> well, I'm kind of glad. Also, kind of skeptical from yeah. what I've read about Mitt Romney's houses. Uh, I think they still exist. We don't just get, we just don't get to look at them. I think that's what the disappearing middle class 
like ends up looking like. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, everything old is new again. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not gonna vote then. <laughs> like they'll have like that, their that, own. That'll fix it. Yeah. Like rich yeah. people have their own Facebook. Really? Probably. I've heard that there's like some um, social networking sites that you pay for. Oh wow! Instead of having I've, ads, I've heard that. About, Is it called Studbook? I've heard that about <laughs> called what? The Studbook. <laughs> no, I've heard that about be. assy snot nosed prep schoolers in New York that they have their own rich. <laughs> that's like, that punk band, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. That's the thing about reading the New York Times is every once in a while they'll have an article about here. Here's what dicks prep school kids are, uh-huh. and it's just them being like, "Oh yes, only rich people are allowed on our Facebook," and we don't even call it Facebook. I follow this infuriating Tumblr called Rich Kids on Instagram. I recently you, was infuriated by yeah. it. You should keep your forks and your eyes away from each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's good advice on any occasion. Yeah, Let's just generally. No, it is, but I mean, <laughs> put, yeah. it is just unbelievable how much money, like the thing that really kills me is when they photograph their receipts. Yeah. That's what really makes me angry. Uh-huh. Cause like, I will go out and go shopping and spend what I think is a lot of money. Sure. And I'm like, oh, I spent this much money, but I'm going to get like enjoyment out of it. And it's mm-hmm. okay. And then like to see how much money they're just spending as a matter of a joke. Right. It's, I'm like, you know, I could send, I could maintain my current lifestyle yeah. for a number of years. Just knowing that there's like a printer that's equipped to have that many digits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a receipt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a receipt printer. You know? Like all the restaurants I go to would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, <laughs> we're losing the ability yeah. to charge you this much money. <laughs> yeah. We you got to, you need to take it elsewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your, your display of wealth is making the rest of our customers <laughs> sick to their stomachs. <laughs> And they'd be like, listen, you can actually just take over the restaurant now. This is all the money we ever need. <laughs> yeah. You guys win. I don't know what game you're playing, but we've lost. All I have to say is remember, remember the 5th of November. <laughs> hey, comrades. Right. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed the very blatant communist propaganda <laughs> that we insert into these podcasts. Uh, I don't know why else they'd be listening. They like period clothing? Yeah, that's actually a very good reason. It's probably why most people listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like it too. Um, and we see uh, the, uh, you know, more of, you know, the, the family complaining about how they have to leave and all that sort of thing. And it was interesting to me how much Lady O.C. was fixated on the title that she was losing. That yeah. she wouldn't be Lady O.C. and she wouldn't mm. be Milady and all this stuff. Because, I mean, she was really meaning, she wasn't meaning as a stand-in for all the, like, nice things she has. She really meant specifically just being addressed that way. Yeah. And She's was, already a doctor. Right. Yeah. We gotta but, call you Dr. Olive Cooper. Yeah. Which is a mouthful. It, it is. But, <laughs> yeah, but just that had had such an effect on her, and it was sort of interesting, like, was that, is that... I'm just reflecting to myself, if I was in that position, to what extent is that a British thing versus would I get sucked in mm-hmm. by that aspect of it, you know? So it was just odd to me. I don't know. How much of a difference that makes in your life. I don't care what I get called as long as it's not late for dinner. Ooh. Mm. That's... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she's the one that had that line about, uh, I felt like I was leaving home, right. but now it doesn't feel like I'm going back home. Or That yeah. sounds like you wording. need to get a therapist. Yeah. Like, I think... I think I think Lord and Lady both need a grief counselor. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. end of this, because they're again, they're never going to live like because this their again. marriage died. 
<laughs> no, their marriage yeah. was rekindled, but without those crotchless knickers. Ooh, do you yeah. think? Do I'm you, so glad I do you think that, that he swiped out. some the, from the from the set and like took him home and then like was like and like waggled his mustache yeah. at her. Are you feeling jaunty? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I remember seeing the scene where the two women are talking about it and mm-hmm. holding up the yeah yeah, yeah that was the scene. How, how, but I did how, not hear any of the words about about, them having about sex. how his passion had been awakened. <gasps> I missed that. Perhaps I think I too yeah. much passion, yeah. which is disturbing. Anyway, my brain really does like me. I usually feel like we're not on the same side. <laughs> in this case, it's like all right, we're a team again. <laughs> Yeah, we also they also talk to to guy and what because he talks about how it's just like weird and it doesn't feel real and all this just like that that's all basic you know human emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would feel that way. I well, and I think I think it's easier for guy because when you're a kid, that's your whole life. It's like oh, I'm going off to summer camp now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to sc- now I'm going to a different school. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're not given any choice. And you just yeah. gotta, you just got to live with it. Mm-hmm. So that's true. It was probably easier for him to that extent. Mm-hmm. And also, he's not, you know, a soulless monster. That's true. It was funny, though, how we literally said at the beginning, I can believe that we're going home again, but it doesn't feel like it's happening. Yeah. yeah. And at the end, he said, I just can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's I just, just haven't been able to believe my whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm feeling feelings. He's like, yeah. he's like the X-Files. He's like, I want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yes. like, question, why am I? <laughs> 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 oh, guy, and that's the end of it. Um, yeah, I did like how how Levine was so emotional at the end because you got to see her and Lady OC in the stables with the horses, and they were both crying, but they were just both crying for such different reasons. Yeah, because you get the voiceover from from Levine saying the horses were really the only thing that she that like kept me. Well, I assume the horses and Reggie Raj sing because they were buddies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even that still would be really, like really restricted. Like they wouldn't be uh-huh. able to see each other very often. Well, they talked about how they how unusual it was that they had someone that they could talk to yeah yeah mm-hmm. the conversation was about the fact that they could have that conversation <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs> they didn't have much to say beyond that but um just i just really appreciate it they spent some time with her her face looking at the horses yeah mm-hmm. and you know well yeah, i mean it was agreed it was just sort of odd that that was the first we'd heard that you liked the horses mm-hmm. so much i was like oh i guess you really had a lot of horse riding time mm-hmm. that well they would have had to show tristan well, that's mm-hmm. true so, and that's, <laughs> they yeah, lost maybe, all that b-roll maybe, at the airport maybe tristan's <laughs> the one that pissed off the producers maybe maybe he had an affair with miss anson <gasps> dun, dun, dun. i doubt it she probably would have had to get sent away then or would have had to get sent away like, what? That's what she was diagnosed with was being a little too frisky <laughs> <laughs> she had a case of the tristans <laughs> 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 but all they did was show her bike riding and they showed her swimming yeah. right you didn't see her playing awkward no, awkward lawn tennis mm-hmm. with jaunty mm-hmm. yeah yeah we didn't see her do much no. yeah but never on the horse is the point. no yeah. right yeah well uh she she liked the horses now now she's sad yeah so there's that um so then we get the uh the last morning for the family on um, the last duty of uh, Lord O.C. is to give the morning prayers. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's just in tears. He can't control himself and it's if there's, if there's 
the the one I would say part of the entire Manor House experience that I'm most glad that I wasn't physically present for is probably this mm-hmm. particular. The servants were having a difficult time holding it together. They were having a very way. hard time. Yeah, like you, Antonia is who I remember just having to purse her lips and yeah. not just die laughing because they're <laughs> yeah. all like, "You assholes are gonna leave," and the family's just like. Oh! And that was the whole thing right. that they were thinking, and everybody else is like, "Crikey!" <laughs> like so, so if you're if you're not going to pray, you could just leave. Like, yeah, we don't, we don't even believe in God. Like we're we're British post World War II. Like there's right. nothing to believe in now. <laughs> right, it's over. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was fun. That was funny for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and they picked up the you know turn 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 Bible verse to read, and it's just like you don't even believe this, right? <laughs> right. You think yeah. <laughs> yeah. you think to everything there should be a season where you are Lord and Lady Olive Cooper. Uh-huh. You think you should just stay. Yeah, yeah. And then they, uh, but I'd be sad too if I had to leave that. No, look, oh, sure. I would too, but I don't think I think I would try and weep not in front of the people who've had to do the backbreaking work for yeah. three months to make it possible. Yeah. It is interesting to try to figure out how you would do it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think it's fair to say that any of us would have come off looking somewhat bad at some point during this process. Mm-hmm. I, but I do feel justified in saying we would have handled it much better than the OC. I think we would have been more self-aware about it. Like, I think we would still come off as being, like, disingenuous about it at times. Right. Because there is, like, a certain, like, amount of, like, well, you have agreed to do this thing. Yeah, and yeah. so... Yeah. I also don't think there's any danger of us getting cast in the upper classes. You might. Mm-hmm. You're very classy. Thanks. But, like, I feel like we would be, like, very much, like, below stairs. I don't know why. <laughs> It just might be because I don't know the clothes I'm wearing or something, but <laughs> this is how it would show up: barefoot, t-shirt, jeans, Although no I think makeup. It'd be harder. I think the servant thing would be more of an interest, like more of a rewarding experience. I yeah yeah for yeah. three months. No, not I, as like a life. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I I, I agree because well, the other ones we like. This is one of the few that where there's a like luxurious angle to it because a lot of the other things we've seen are like frontier house or things like that or just even just, just middle of, class just like yeah. oh this is a middle class house in this time period mm-hmm. yeah yeah like i think victorian house is like that it's not uh it's not particularly like opulent yeah uh, they were just repressed <laughs> right it would have been nice to see the family re- really embrace all the hardships that they would have to endure, like the food. Yeah, and, right. and I think that is what's disappointing. And this this is what always happens, though, in these things. Whatever family is given a position of power, they, they abuse it. Yeah. And they, they do, yeah. uh, they tweak things. Hmm. But in any case, the, the OCs finally leave. Lord OC kisses each of the female servants on their cheeks. And he tells Antonia, you're all hot. You're the hot of the kitchen. And I'm like, is she? Yeah. How do you even know that? Yeah. yeah. I think that was just a dig at her weight. <laughs> right? Yeah. Odd how it, without like all any the other- words involved, meaning that. <laughs> all, the other, yet- all the other servants, he was like, oh, you're going to make some man very happy. <laughs> you, you've got a big heart. I a assume. Big, a big empty heart. You're big- going to make many dogs very happy. <laughs> Hot struggling to pump every day. <laughs> oh man. Um but yeah, they all leave and and we now see them all returning to their civilian clothes. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. starting in with some their... very snappy editing. Yeah. I love the I was enthralled with the editing. <laughs> yeah, it was. For little... PBS, this is like yeah. 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 this is like the Matrix for yeah. PBS. Yeah, because it's got an interior shot of them going out the door in their period clothes and then an exterior of them coming out in their mm-hmm. modern clothes. 
and uh, yeah, they all drive off and into the sunset. Uh, My favorite one was the transition with the laundry. Uh-huh. I think it was the laundry blowing. Around yeah, right. yeah. Was uh, that Rebecca? Morrison? I think it was or Rebecca. Yeah, it was Rebecca. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, Rebecca was with the mop. Right. She yeah, was complaining was, yeah, about yeah. having yeah, the mop right. and how yeah. it irritated her that every time, like, she finally got to mop it to satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Right. Without those assholes chopping <laughs> mud all over it. She only thought assholes. It's some kind of zen-like thing, though, when that becomes your life. Mm-hmm. It's like keeping the floor clean. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, I mean, anything you do, you take, you, you take pride in it. Mm-hmm. However, you know, dumb it is, you get, yeah. you get into it and you're like, I, yeah, like... I'm the one that knows how to mop this floor. Nobody else could do it as well and all that sort of thing. It's true. It was interesting to note, too, how difficult the scullery job seemed to be for the first two women. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't seem to be an issue. Yeah. That yeah. third one. I wonder if they did that on purpose sometimes, if they intentionally hired people that sucked yeah. to be the scullery maid. Because it yeah. would have been a position where people would be like, oh, hey, you know, niece that's been living off me for 10 years. <laughs> I got you this great job. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be on TV. <laughs> They're going to make you a star, kid. A scullery star. <laughs> scullery star. You, oh, even when you say it that way, it's, it's, it's still like, oh, no. Coming this fall to PBS, scullery star. Britain's next top scullery maid. <laughs> Quick, somebody get ITV on the phone. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, so you thought that you, they chose people on purpose that wouldn't just for the scullery? Yeah, could be. Yeah, you know, you want conflict. You do want conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they thought they had that all wrapped up with Monsieur Dubiard, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, the the family leaves not before Lady O.C. says that she thinks uh, things may have been skewed too far back then, but maybe they're skewed too far in the other direction now. And I'm like, which really? means. In in what way specifically is it women voting? Is it you know forty hour work weeks? Which which specific policy right. do you think has skewed too far, milady? Also, and in your personal life, you do realize that you're way more on the servant side of this divide than the than the like Lord. as a doctor. Yeah. Hmm. Well, as a well, woman. Yeah. Well, just uh-huh. as but I mean, even as a doctor, like. She still doesn't have as much money as, like, people who don't have to work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Right, that's true. You know, doctor is still... She's a working person. Being a doctor is still a trade. I mean, you know, Matthew was a lawyer. Like, Mm -hmm. he was very well off, but he was, you know, pig shit as far as... Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she knows what a weekend is. Yes. Right. Exactly, she does. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and it's weird when you talk about, like, inequality and then skewing the other way. Right. right when it's like towards quality, I mean equality, like how <laughs> yeah. does, or like what you think, like you do you think poor people equality? are living in like crystal palaces or like because they're not? I <laughs> yeah. see them all over the San Francisco Bay Area, and that is not what their palaces are made of. <laughs> like, listen, no more f- free diamond necklaces for the poor. I just think that's too far. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about the palace in your mind that you create if you do too much crystal. Uh, which good is, point. Fabulous. It is. I believe you. They're Fabulous, amazing. but sadly short-lived. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so all the, all the servants leave in, in uh, ascending order of rank in this case. So it starts off with Kenny and Alan, who are going to move in together. Yeah, well, it bookends. It's a palindrome. Yeah. Right, right. from the first. Right, it is. Kenny and Alan, if you're out there, yeah. still together, not together, we want to know what happened to you. We're yes. so curious. Because 
we don't believe that you lasted that long, but no. we're, we're happy to be proven wrong. Yes. But, like, but they were 19. Like, how many people right, do you yeah. know who got together when they were 19? Exactly. Yeah. Nothing personal, but it didn't seem like, but yeah. hey, maybe it was. They, I mean, they, they liked each other a lot. They did. It was more than just, you're the only other person. They did here. actually have a pretty good relationship. They yeah. seemed to have a lot of good mm-hmm. give and take. Yeah. But I they, like... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that it didn't give anything. They planned to move in together, you know, left out was the dot, 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 and get hammered nightly. <laughs> That's my point. Like, if they're still uh-huh. together, are they still drinking all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and if they were having sex, which they probably were, right? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Were they having well, safe they, sex? They, or? they definitely were having sex. Um, we did actually, this came up. I know that in Frontier House, a different reality show, but they did specifically mention that they were not putting any restrictions on them as far as birth control was mm-hmm. concerned, oh, that they okay. could use modern-day birth control. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you'd hate to have a souvenir of your three months <laughs> as a scullery maid. Yeah. yeah. No, because we, we didn't even talk about the fact that after the family left that Kenny and Ellen uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> had, some, had some special Kenny and Ellen time together in one of the guest oh, suites. Yes. Yeah. That inspired your opening. Um, yeah, indeed. Yeah, it uh, did. But uh, Mr. Edgar... And Mrs. Davis both came in. And, like, this had to be, like... They were all so good-natured about it. And I yeah. think if it had been me, I would have been like, can we all laugh about this when I'm not completely <laughs> naked? Because I laugh a lot more when I'm not completely <laughs> naked. At least in the presence of others. Mm-hmm. They were under the covers. It's, it's yeah. fine. I it was really... Was. Like, that was my favorite scene, though. Like, yeah. that's what I... Like, when I think about Manor House, that's the scene that I think about. <laughs> Yeah. No, just because Mr. Edgar got so, like, it was the first time you ever saw him cut loose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It seemed like he was not designed for, to have fun. No, no, it no. doesn't. No, because no, he actually laughs at some point during this, like, final bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my God. What <laughs> What's happened? wrong with your face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and he, he makes a little, because they have their, like, last servant's dinner together, and he's like, oh, remember the first dinner we had in this room? And they all have a good laugh about how horrifying it was. <laughs> and it was. They flash back, and they show the food they had. It looks like spam. Yeah. But, like, worse. Yeah. Like, spam made entirely out of organ meats. Which it may have been. It may have been. Right. Um, uh, is that not what spam's made? Anyway. <laughs> it was a little troubling how, uh, was it Ellen who kept mentioning that? the part of the relationship that they liked was that they had to sneak around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Once you it's don't have to sneak around yeah. anymore, it's yeah. not, not as ex- good. Like, take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's way less exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, they work through everybody else. Uh, Raj Singh is off to not be ostracized anymore, presumably. Yeah. He was very, like, he had the most positive send off, I think. Cause I felt like yeah. that he had like learned something about himself somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he said he had. And, yeah. And it seemed. That's probably why I thought he, that he seemed that way. Before he, left the house. he did. <laughs> yeah. That was, I feel like it took them a bunch of times to get that shot. They're like, we want a shot of you leaving the room for the last time. And he's like, well, but, but I've already done that. He's like, I already <laughs> left it. And they're like, no, we want another one with a better face. <laughs> and so he's like leaving and he's like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> it's like is that is that what you wanted yeah. they're like get out of here reggie rod Singh. we don't like you either uh, and it's yeah. not because you're not white <laughs> it's because you're gay the, fa- the fact that we said that explicitly surely makes you feel better um do you think there was racism yeah we we spent a lot of time on it in that, that episode uh, yeah. yeah like we, you know, we we disagree about the degrees. But, I mean, I know right. racism back then. And, right, right. No, no, real, we thought but. we thought in 2001 there was still... Well, and September 11th happened during 
the filming of that. So, you know, British people surely being as in tune with different cultures and sensitivity, uh, they all probably had tensions ratcheted up around brown people. Hmm. Certainly possible. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But do you think that the servants were acting, or I guess you guys already talked about this. I'll ask you guys. Later. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. The um, rest of you just go back and listen to the last episode. <laughs> or maybe I should just do that. <laughs> you, you, you could consider it. No, you're under no obligation. Um, uh, we see Miss Morrison leave. She's the, she is the one we established where she's standing on the balcony with laundry blowing in the breeze, and then the laundry blows past her and blows back, and <gasps> she's in her modern clothing. Beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty Perfect. slick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was expecting it, and it happened, and it felt good. Yeah. <laughs> she and, and Monsieur did have my favorite accents. That's true. They mm-hmm. had the best accents. Yeah. Um, but she she her parting thought is that women do have a lot of perks these days. <laughs> it's like. Well, if by perks do you mean basic human rights? Well, it's gone a little, a little too yeah. far, though. Yeah, <laughs> well, too far. I do feel like I've got way too many rights these days. Making me go to school and learn things. Yeah, yeah. Just, ugh, I wish I could be yeah. more oppressed. <laughs> yeah, but maybe perks just mean something different to her in Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah could be. Maybe in Scotland, perks just means like not getting hit with a rock every day. <laughs> <laughs> so basic human rights. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I didn't get hit with a rock. <laughs> oh, you lucky bastard! <laughs> um, Rob and Charlie plan to travel the world. Yeah. Uh, Not clear if it's together or yeah. in a hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> travel the world. <laughs> dot, I'm going to change your names to Cobb and Barley. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot, and get hammered nightly. Phineas T. Charlie mm-hmm. and his amazing sidekick Rob. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're going to solve crimes. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay a hay penny to get in the gates of that exhibition. <laughs> and he, and uh, they were betting money that they don't use anymore in England, right? I couldn't tell. Right. Yeah. He bet, I've never been to England, no, so I'm he, not he sure. Did, My, he did bet. No, no, no. They actually, no. They still use, I mean, they, they, use, they still use, like, most of the names are still the same. Like, they re- they redid the whole thing so it's like in decimal amounts, you know, because mm-hmm. it used to be like 32 shillings was a florin or whatever else. <laughs> florin. <laughs> they used to have a bunch of different things that were all random numbers. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, you know, yeah, yeah. Know. Um, I'm like demanding my employer pay me in florins from now on. Uh, I'm probably going to be unemployed soon. <laughs> <laughs> but but you'll have plenty of florins, so. Not if I can't work for them. <laughs> um, That's actually what Sir John business is about <laughs> Florence. <So Florin. laughs> well no wonder it was doing so poorly <laughs> yes um so you're saying the names are the same but they're the but yeah, amounts are different yeah so there is i think there's still tuppence it just you know has a different oh, okay. relationship to right. the other amounts mm. but maybe i'm even wrong i don't know mm. so yeah they're off to travel the world uh, Mrs. Davis is reunited with her husband. Which is adorable. Very adorable. Mm-hmm. They very missed each other a lot. Happy to see that. Um, is that everybody? Except- Monsieur Dubiard oh, jumps right. the fence! Right, Monsieur Dubiard mm. for no reason. Well, cause, because Born free! Yeah. The family all gets into their cars and drives off. The servants are all just seen walking down this road towards the horizon. Yeah. In their, as if in their period lives, they have no cars. And they have no phones to call anybody to pick them up. Yeah. They just have to walk across England back to their home. Like, just struck me as very, like, why, 
Yeah. Why did you do that? They could at least send them a tram. Yeah. Or like the, the maids showed up in a cart. Yeah. They could go off in a cart. Uh, but uh, we'll see. But Monsieur Dubiard, he wouldn't play their game. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, which way the camera's pointed? Okay, good. I'm going this way. <laughs> Don't forget to plug LeMasseur.com. <laughs> yeah. Which they did. Which I they did. Wish they, like, they just did a freeze frame as he's like leaping <laughs> over that fence. If, if only he could have been like punching his fist up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> we have Fianna Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. With, like Foyda- Man, you know what we yeah. should have done before we recorded this was look up and see if lemasseur.com is still in existence. We should have. We'll do it right afterward and report back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that just leaves uh, Mr. Edgar uh, last as he was first, um, mm-hmm. you know, wrapping things up, saying that he thinks his horrible grandfather would have been proud mm-hmm. of him, which it is, I, I mean, I... Not so much this time because we were kind of, you know, writing jokes and stuff. But <laughs> I remember, you know, I did get kind of affected by it uh, in previous feelings mm-hmm. just because, I mean, he like he put his heart and soul into the project. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, from the beginning, he worked his ass off to be as good a butler as he could be and to make the whole thing work. And I mean, if he hadn't been, you know, the thing we've seen projects fall apart. Yeah. In these and he years. did. He held it all together. He, mm. You know, he shielded them. When he should have, he kept the servants, you know, pacified when there was trouble. Mm-hmm. And he, he really did a good job. Yeah, we generally don't hand out the awards, but I think Mr. Edgar got five Maggie Smiths on this. Yeah, for the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because he, he had the arrogance going as uh-huh. You know, he, he kept everybody in check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is weird when everybody agrees to come together and play by these weird rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing really making them... Except right. their own, all their own desire to make this weird project work. Yeah, because it's not like people are getting, you know, sent off the island or anything like that. Yeah, so. there's no winning, right. really. Yeah. Although I guess to a lot of the servants, they felt like they needed to finish it to win. Well, like and marathon. they called it winners and losers, which right. is odd because usually they have a historical consultant come in and they get evaluated. Right. Or at least mm-hmm. this may That's, just be on the American be shows because Americans yeah. love competition. Right. You do. I, I do. Um, I mean, I like it more than you do though yeah, i think i might like it no. a little bit more no i'm i'm, I'm pretty scrappy i'm i'm i'm, I'm an underdog so yeah. i think i i like it more but i have a lot of unhidden talents mm. <laughs> of unhidden talents yeah look at all of them <laughs> <laughs> wow they're all over the table <laughs> yeah they're unhidden <laughs> i'm in this to win it <sighs> i didn't come here to make friends <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I think I just won. So uh, we can so that, move on. So that brings us to the end of Manor House. Yeah. Then, of, except, of course, that it lives on on PBSS.org, where you can <laughs> connect with your friends and family. Yeah. Like, like you, you still can find out what your situation would have been. That is still, they have not updated the Manor House website since this show was on. Yeah. Uh, so you can go and check that out. Yeah. It's like a gif of Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just from <just> webs. <laughs> First webs. <laughs> it's it's like the one where they're dancing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I do love the quote from uh, uh, Edgar about uh, "without truth, a society is sick." I miss that. I think it was something out of Batman or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Which is a great quote. It yeah. was near the end. I think it was yeah. over the fireworks. Cool. Could be. I just like the idea that that somewhere out there right now, somebody's listening to this and has a browser open with two tabs, like to pbs.org and lemonsieur.com. <laughs> <laughs> And hopefully they're laughing. Well, yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note. Yeah. Anyway, Mm -hmm. any final thoughts on the whole Manor House experience? Man, I just love this show. It's such a great show. I really enjoyed watching it again. It's it's so great. I, I wish there was more stuff like this. I don't know why they stopped producing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like how many historical eras that are like distinctive, you know. Yeah, that don't involve human rights violations. Right. Like you wouldn't want to do like, you know, War of the Roses house. I might. Well, they'd all be dead. Yeah. Blood sport. <laughs> right. Look, again, Kelly, remember, this is this is filed under your post-dystopia plans. Oh, I want it now. <laughs> the dystopia will happen. All right. What they need to do is hire people that are know this era really well and then have them pretend to be people that are reenacting life from today as people would <laughs> if they had <laughs> magically traveled into the hundred years into the future. That sounds like a great sketch to do, actually. Yeah. I was thinking those of those terms, too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it would be like, I have to pretend that I'm Edwardian, <laughs> but I also am from the modern times, but also I'm and I'm living in the modern times <laughs> as an Edwardian, and I'm very confused. It's like, yeah. well, it's like a Renaissance fair in reverse. Uh-huh. Like yeah, yeah. Inside out, somehow. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just layers. <laughs> Just more layers on the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Like All a beautiful right. cake. I really like cake. Look <laughs> for that coming soon. It's just going to be called um, House. Mm-hmm. But I would like, I mean, it's been like 11 years, I think we were saying, so it would be great to see where all these people are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've kind of tried and we just don't. They, some of them did like Guardian articles and things like that kind of oh, shortly okay. afterward um, when it was airing in Britain. But I mean, really not a whole lot since then. There's yeah. not a ton of information They've they've flown largely under the radar. Yeah, which I mean, you know, well done to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But if any of you would like to, uh, you know, become more of a public figure, we we have uh, dozens of listeners. Yes, <laughs> worldwide, worldwide. Uh, yes. Yeah, in, in China. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in China. Getting from your intro, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Right. In yeah. India, mm-hmm. in China, India, Brazil, Russia. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Guernsey. It's also weird to think you brought up 9-11 happening during the filming mm-hmm. of the show, and then the sister went away for a month, right? Yeah, she, she did. That's I wonder true. if like she went away, and then like she was gone for a few weeks back at home, and then 9-11 happened, and she was like, you know what? I don't like now either anymore. Actually, one of the things that's out there is Mr. Edgar's account of September 11th having happened, because um, they don't mention it at all in the in editing the here right but uh he wrote an article about what that was like oh really mm-hmm. and how everybody reacted and and you learn a little bit more because oh, they, so they did find out during the filming of the show? they did find out and they also were given days off like they were permitted to like have days off like and i'm not sure if it's the days off that they negotiated for but they would be able to like go down to the pub in the village and watch tv and, and get their sort of mm-hmm. 21st century mm-hmm. fix yeah oh huh that's weird yeah yeah hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think, well, I mean, I think, you know, the things we've thought about this show, we've said at length uh, over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I think we're just going to wrap up and say that we liked it. Huh? Yeah, we yeah. really liked yeah. it. It was fun. Thanks mm-hmm. for uh, getting me into it. Thank you oh, for yeah. uh, being open to it and coming on yeah, to, to kick it off and wrap it up. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, thank you again to <laughs> Natasha Muse. Thank you. Uh, we'll have to me. have you back again sometime. Yeah. What do, you, do you guys know what's up on uh, deck next? Uh, kind of. All right. <laughs> We're, we're supposed to be doing this big research project. Cool. Right. 
And then we keep like having lives and being busy. Yeah. So yeah. we think we're going into Titanic next. Yes. FYI, we're gonna we're gonna take the plunge. Yeah. So get ready for that. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. And <laughs> by all accounts, though, it's it's a train wreck of a movie. Ironically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I think we I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah, I think so too. So uh thank you all for for taking this hilarious journey right. through La Belle Epoque. <laughs> and until next time, up, up yours, yours downstairs. downstairs.